September 30th, 2019. About three months to go before IMO 2020 changes the world as we've known it. I'm Jason Silber, head of Secred and host of Ship Happens. With me is Kumar Balian, Director of Sales and Technical Services at Ocean Connect Marine, a global bunker, trading, and brokerage firm. Kumar's been around the business for a quarter century, 13 years as a deck officer on an assortment of ships and over a decade with fuel, world fuel services, all translating into deep experience in onboard and technical operations. Kumar, welcome on board. Thank you very much, Jason. Pleasure to be here. So please give us a thumbnail sketch of Ocean Connect. Sure. Ocean Connect is one of the largest international bunker trading companies in the world. We are owned by Glencore, one of the world's biggest commodity trading and mining companies with annual revenues in excess of 280 billion US dollars. So where does Ocean Connect operate from? Well, we have 10 offices around the world. We work with hundreds of suppliers and trade and provide our services in more than 300 ports. We also have some physical supply locations, some in niche ports, and we also have a service called Auction Connect. So what's Auction Connect? Auction Connect is one of the online um, auction platform provided by a brokerage arm of Ocean Connect Marine, allowing bunker, bunker buyers to procure fuel online. It's very similar to eBay uh, platform. So what do you in particular do day to day? Okay, I handle special commercial projects in um, Ocean Connect Marine, which at the moment, uh, obviously due to IMO 2020, means uh, more focused towards IMO 2020 questions and answers. And I also oversee the claims management for the company. Um, there are some offshore fuel deliveries, which I oversee uh, as well. Okay, so uh, good. Let's get down to business. How are you guys preparing for IMO 2020? It's a fantastic question. What we are doing is, in one hand, we are communicating closely with our suppliers, refiners, the majors, and the independents. To make sure our sources are compliant, fuels and 3.5% sulfur products are in place. As far as our customers are concerned, we advise them of the new requirements and the technical and operational aspects of IMO 2020 compliance. Mostly, this is this has been in one of uh, one meetings, but we also hosted a group of group seminars. For example, in July in London, we organized a panel where we and outside experts spoke on an array of uh, IMO 2020 issues uh, to a group of our customers. Okay, so if I'm a vessel owner and January 1st is getting ever closer, I'm getting stressed. I'm stressed about fuel price, availability, quality, engine compatibility. So uh, tell me, Kumar, how can you help me prepare? Sure. Um, first of all, um, you need to know what operational steps um, need to be taken during this transition period. Um, now to ensure you're ready. So it's it's the operational aspect of the, you know, the shipping which uh, you have to think first. Okay, so operations main thing. Okay, now uh, can you help me with av availability? Availability, I mean, initially you have seen there's a lot of um, confusion in the market, but uh, as of now, what we are doing to help our customer, a fuel type availability report. 
Um, basically, what it tells you, uh, tells uh, um, to the customer is which port, what uh, specs are available, and uh, you know um, what is a kind of a price right now. So this this is very helpful and extremely helpful. Basically, we also have been helping customer um, assemble the strategy based on their trading pattern and their assets. So this uh, you have this fuel type availability uh, fuel type availability report. So, okay, so that's on availability. So how would you help me deal with the issue of fuel quality and compatibility? That's one of the biggest questions these days in the shipping world, um, you know, due to this 2020. Uh, um, so first thing is your listeners should know that there is already a wide range in quality of uh, 0.5 product available in, um, in the market. And we expect that this will increase and more supplies will bring their, this product in uh, the forthcoming uh, weeks, months. But the quality issue um, and the engine capability aren't going away. So managing the quality of bunkers from different suppliers will be vital. And we are helping us prepare by using the IMO ship implementation plan, which is also called SIP. So uh, tell me more about SIP. Okay, as it stands for ship implementation plan, it provides a framework for ship owners to build a plan for adopting the compliant fuel and then implement it. Uh, that basically means the main issues are how to handle the fuel on board and ensuring ship and shore operations are ready. It is an excellent framework. And if any of your listeners want to know more about this SIP, I would like to invite them to contact us, please. Uh, go back to a little bit of uh, the technical and operational challenges. Tell me more about that and how uh, what's involved with that in the transition to the new fuel. Absolutely. So this requires ship owners to assess each vessel's configuration of bunker tanks, um, the segregations, and the piping arrangements. Um, issue like tank cleaning and offloading, uh, you know, slops or we can call debunkering um, sometimes if depending on, you know, the product. It is a bit removed from bunker training, as you know, uh, from day to day. But this is something which is um, getting, we are getting involved to help customers preparing for IMO 2020. Okay, Kumar, how do you help me with the slops? Okay, so de-slopping is uh, obviously um, not um, generally um, a very uh, uh, common in the um, bunker industry. Uh, it only happens when there's a problem. So um, a de-slopping plan will be required. Scheduling the operation, ensuring you work with the right partner so that it's carried out safely and efficiently, it is very, very important. We have already helped few customers carry out a de-slopping procedure and expect more, uh, just purely because they're getting ready for IMO 2020. So, okay, on to another subject. Uh, what's your view on scrubbers? Scrubber prices have come down a lot, and many companies, especially those with the larger ships, are betting on a large differential between the high sulfur and 0.5 compliance, uh, compliant fuel. Of course, there's a cost of off-hire and the scrubber installation. Not to be mentioned that the fact that Singapore and China have banned open-loop scrubbers, which means that these ships will need to purchase separately, uh, store and burn the new compliant fuel or gas or oil in those ports. But otherwise, from voyage expense perspective, they should be able to operate from a lower cost, cost um, basis compared uh, with the ships which do not have scrubbers. How about 3.5% uh, fuel availability? Here, it's not only the question of where the high sulfur product will be available, but whether the logistical infrastructure will be available in port to deliver it. For example, will bunker barges be willing to take the dirty product into the tanks to carry out delivery? 
these are the questions we are helping customers with right now. Okay, so that's interesting. Not just not not just uh, where it's available, but will it be possible to deliver it? So, uh, okay, what are you hearing from suppliers? Uh, what are they going to offer? What impact will the regulations have on them commercially and from a credit perspective? And how will this, this is a long question, Kumar? How will this affect Ocean Connect and other bunker and trading companies? Okay, let's make um, let's uh, first take the commercial. Um, we know the oil majors, ExxonMobil, BP, Shell, just to name a few, are shifting their ops to be able to offer the compliant fuel, which is 0.5 sulfur product. And they are the leaders, obviously, and they are offering product in the large ports and for Rotterdam, Singapore, um, just to name a few. Meanwhile, many of the large suppliers will also offer compliant fuel. It's still unclear if the product will be straight run or blended. The specs and how it will be compatible with the product from other suppliers. OceanNet is tracking all this very carefully and reporting to our customers. And then there are suppliers like Chevron who won't in initially offer the new product, um, only the gas oil. Chevron specifically might do so later on, and that's one of the strategies which we are not very clear as of now. How about uh, on the credit side? How are suppliers shifting their credit approach? We have seen some suppliers interested in taking more direct exposure on select, uh, selected counterparties, but otherwise they will continue to see traders as a valuable part of the providing suppliers a level of uh, rateable volume and market price guidance. Um, they will also be more selective, um, showing the preference to traders with strong liquidity, credit worthiness, market reach, and uh, probably reliability as well. Tell me, what's keeping you up at night most? Credit, quality, availability, compliance, or compatibility? As of now, um, most of our customers are worried about the fuel availability or you know, the, the minor boats where um, oil beaches are not there and um, you know the small players are not offering as of now. So the, I think um, that's one of the questions which um, kind of make us um, you know uh, up all night, um, certainly. Yeah. So still fuel availability at their ports of choice. You've been around, so what do you see when you gaze into your bunker-filled crystal ball? The current price disruption shouldn't continue well into 2020. I believe so. The historic relationship between different markets, by which I mean uh, ports, cargo, the retail markets have disconnected. Markets are moving $20 to $50 per day now, and we don't see this changing for the next six months. This should settle down, however. Uh, so you don't think for the next six months, you don't see it changing? I think so. You know, we, it all depends, but market is changing every single day. So, um, you know, every single day we, we can see um, new suppliers appearing um, and they're taking the big parcels and selling um, as bunkers. So uh, it, is, it is really varying. The price is really varying right now in the market. It should, however, settle down um, in the medium term. There will be more clarity about the product pricing and also the availability. Okay, now uh, tell me more about overall 0.5% uh, fuel adoption. It seems uh, it's getting higher than has been expected. Uh, yesterday um, in Fujairah, one of the new suppliers come and uh, they're also open up um, uh, with the compliant fuel. And uh, in this port, um, Shell also started offering where Shell was um, not as physical uh, there. So yes, indeed, uh, the, we, we are seeing more of compliant fuel right now.
And uh, how about scrubber adoption? What percent? Oh, 10, 10% to 12% maximum, the, the people um, who have installed scrubbers um, uh, are there in the market. And uh, how, many, how many percent, what do you say, how many percent of your customers are looking at uh, options such as uh, LNG and methanol? LNG has picked up. LNG has definitely picked up in last uh, three weeks, um, uh, and obviously it's much more cleaner. And there are more, many project, uh, projects going on. Um, as you know, uh, CMA CGM have launched their own brand new vessel, um, which is LNG as a fuel, um, uh, yesterday as well. And uh, uh, there are more interest in LNG. Um, because uh, market is changing, and uh, due to this, uh, um, you know, the low sulfur fuel oil, um, uh, more people are buying low sulfur fuel oil than any other um, uh, alternative fuels. So the scrubber values are going down, and um, LNG is picking up uh, in comparison. Okay, finally, what distinguishes Ocean Connect from all your esteemed competitors? We have stability, financial, and organization stability. We are backed up by one of the biggest commodity houses. Um, not many can boost the level of support we have from our parent company. Well, uh, that does it for us. Thanks for talking with us, Kumar. It's been fun. Thank you for having me, sir. Kumar Balian is Director of Sales and Technical Services at Ocean Connect Marine. You can check them out at OceanConnectMarine.com. And stay tuned for our next Ship Happens podcast. <music>